0: you put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling the news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say attack grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a your nose, and I'm on your air highest, necks on the cloud Am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time I flex my bed of John, Transform to DX Don, mega, and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I flow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given giving light out short like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell him, am I in the clear? Is this thing on? Am I on the air? On the air Yo, 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 yo What's going down everybody? Welcome to the show This is Am I on the Air I'm so happy that you're here and you're joining me on this beautiful Wednesday, March the 4th Uh, It is Season 10, Episode 8 Today's show is titled, The Focus Effect Um, Once again, my name is Don Mega I'm your host, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition of Am I on the Air, where we get you caught up to speed in all the latest and greatest news in the world of entertainment. Um, the weather is super nice today. It's a brisk uh, 60 degrees. And uh, so I'm doing the show on location uh, here in Tucson, Arizona, outside of Red Dragons Radio. Um, because the weather's just so nice And I wanted to get out of the studio today So a little fresh feel As I breathe in uh, the, the beautiful air Here on this 60 degree day <clears throat> So let's see here I got a couple things before we get started That I want to kind of shout out And talk to you guys about uh, Up first is a brand new Podcast That I want you all to go listen to If you haven't heard it already Uh, On the last couple episodes of Am I on the Air, at the end of the show, I've talked about a new podcast that we were going to try to start doing here on Red Dragons Radio. Uh, Kind of a joint venture between myself and a couple of the other hosts on the network. Well, we got it up and running. And the first episode is now live And available for your listening pleasure Uh, So I want to talk about it a little bit uh, So those of you that didn't know it came out Can know and can go listen to it When you're done here with this episode of Am I on the Air? So the new show is called Red Dragons Assemble A little background basically behind the show title uh, as you know it's an exclusive show for red dragons radio red dragons radio uh I talk about it every show uh but it never you know it's never not it's never enough so let me talk about it again reddragonsradio.com uh if you go to that website you will be able to listen to a lot of great podcasts that are on the interwebs uh like am i on the air our spin-off show am i still on the air uh, this week with the Geek, the People's Forum, Pro Wrestling Nation, Brothers of Destruction Podcast, Inside the Ropes, uh, lots of great content over on reddragonsradio.com. So this new show is a venture, like I said, between me and a couple of the other hosts on the network. So I've joined forces with Geeky Pat, who is a host Over on Red Dragons Radio He does two shows on the network One is This Week with the Geek And the other one is um, Out of the Riffs So he's got two shows going on over there So he is one of the co-hosts on Red Dragons Assemble Uh, The other person is my boy Peeps uh you could fo- you know him on twitter at for my peoples and uh you've heard these guys before they they are special guests that i have on all the time when i do the am i still on the airs um you know am i still on the air our little spin-off show you can listen to it on my website and reddragonsradio.com when i do am i still on the air i like to bring you know people to the panel to help me out and kind of talk about subjects and uh so Geeky Pat and peeps are, are no stranger to the am I still in the airs so you I'm sure if you're a long time listener here of my show uh, you know these guys by now uh, you know I get a lot of good feedback when we do the am i still in the airs a lot of you guys really like that especially when we talk about you know Marvel in detail or DC and stuff like that so uh, I'm joined by those two guys and the three of us created red dragons assemble uh, which is kind of a play off words Obviously we're big comic book fans We love the Avengers And one of the big things with Avengers Is when they come together The Avengers assemble uh, And we've got even made, if you listen back <laughs> um, To a couple of the Am I Still on the Airs When we did the DC special And when we did the Marvel Phase 3 special uh, You know, you'll hear me in the intro And this is way before we even thought about doing this new show But we said you know, uh, once big news drops like that It's like I gotta get the guys together And we gotta assemble and talk about it So, uh, you know, hence the name We went back and forth about a handful of names Of what to call the show And in the end it just sounded right To just be, uh, plain and simple, Red Dragons Assemble uh, it's, a, it's a mashup of hosts that that support the network of Red Dragons Radio And, um, you know, it just it made the most sense Now, background on the show is going to be that it's only going to be one episode a month, so you don't have to get, you know, bombarded with, uh, you know, a bunch of new episodes every single week. And, you know, I know a lot of you guys, uh, it's hard sometimes when you listen to so many different podcasts and so many different things going on. It's very hard to add a new one into your roster And I understand this Because I've been doing podcasting For almost five years now And, and I appreciate the people That take the time on a weekly basis To have Am I on the Air in their rotation So it takes a lot for me to sit here And ask you to add another show Into your rotation Being Red Dragons Assemble The nice thing about it is like I said It's only going to be once a month We're going to usually do an episode at the end of the month And we'll use, you know, that hour, hour and a half or so. To pretty much just discuss the month in general. So this first episode we just did of Red Dragons Assemble, simply titled One, uh, is basically talking about everything that went down in February. So we talk about Spider-Man joining the MCU, and we talk about some of the X-Men Apocalypse casting. Uh, We talk a little bit about Arrow and the Flash, and uh, some quick movie reviews. You know, just it's just a general wrap up of. Information of the month And it's to get different aspects from different people So it may be news that you've already heard me cover on this show But it'll be new and refreshing Because you're going to hear me discuss it With a couple other guys that really have a lot of good insight Into what we're talking about So it'll bring something new and fresh uh, But that's basically the gist of Red Dragons Assemble It's going to be a laid back Very informal uh, kind of show Where there's not really a proper agenda Or you know Topics that we're gunning for It's just going to be a free-for-all kind of conversation Between three friends Talking about, you know The month of entertainment news And it could be video games, it could be comic books It could be TV, movies uh, Movie reviews, you know A lot of these movies I will actually see In person with these guys So we'll have a, you know A nice little conversation about a film From the aspect of the two of us Or the three of us saw it together And I think that that's pretty cool And that's something unique that you don't get Uh, Here on Am I On The Air by itself Uh, Another special thing for Red Dragons Assemble Is that when we talk about movies and stuff uh, We're going to do a little bit of spoilers Um, Once again, trying to make it different Here on Am I On The Air, I stay spoiler free Uh, On Am I Still On The Air, we do special spoiler reviews So we wanted to make it special So when we talk about movies uh we'll give you a forewarning, but when we talk about movies on Red Dragon's Assemble, it will be um it will have spoilers sometimes. We're not gonna aim to try to ruin the movie for you, but at the same token we don't wanna hold back in a conversation either. So that's just kind of the gist of it. So the first episode is up right now of Red Dragon's Assemble, and you say, Well, Mr. Don Mega, where can I find it? Well, let me tell you, good question Of course, it's main thing Is that it's an exclusive show Of reddragonsradio.com So, go to reddragonsradio.com And you'll see a list of all the shows On the network right there down the left hand side It is the very top show it says "Red Dragons Assemble." Click on it. You'll see the logo. You'll see the player, and just click the episode and enjoy. Uh, if you're somebody that's on iTunes, yes, Red Dragons Radio, Red Dragons Assemble, is already on iTunes, so you can go ahead and subscribe to that on iTunes as well. Uh, and if you are somebody that listens on Stitcher, um, like I know my boy uh, Javon Lewis, shout out, <laughs> of my good friends over on Twitter, listens to this to this show every week. Um, you know. I was telling him the other day, you know, hey, check out the new show. And it's already on Stitcher, because I know he listens to pretty much everything on Stitcher. So I wanted to make sure that it was available in all the normal formats that you would try to find a show. So um, I think I did pretty good. We've only had the episode up for a couple of days, and we're already available on the website, on the Facebook page, on iTunes, and on Stitcher. So I think that's a pretty good start. So please go check out the debut episode Of Red Dragons Assemble with myself Geeky Pat and uh, Peeps As we just basically sit and Shoot the shit for an hour about the month Of February in entertainment Okay so that is my First shout out (laughs) and that's Taking the first 10 minutes of the show so I appreciate You all listening as I break that Down it's really important to me it's been a long time Since I've started A new uh, podcast kind of Venture Um, it was actually this was due To uh, Geeky Pat himself uh, who came to me and said, you know, like we should do a show together, and um, you know, I, I love always having him on my show, and he's had me on his show, and and we do a lot of cross promoting on Red Dragons Radio, but to, I was like, okay, you know, if we do something special that's once a month, something like that, that could be really really cool. So, you know, I was glad that Geeky Pat reached out to me and kind of threw it out on the table, and then we recruited Peeps and kind of got it together, and there's nothing saying that you know we can't have. You know different people from the network kind of Flow in or flow out uh, We would love to have uh, our boy Friggins On with us as well He you know is usually the co-host on uh, the People's Forum and, and he's been on several Episodes of Am I Still in the Air So I would love to have him come on in episode 2 And kind of shoot the shit with us So there's a lot of potential For future things uh, As we move forward with this new project But uh, I just mainly wanted to let you all Know about it Um You know, since there's no other way for me to get the word out Other than cross-promoting here on our individual shows So check it out, reddragonsradio.com Brand new Red Dragons Assemble Uh, And the second thing I want to shout out real quick Is that Am I on the Air is now on Instagram Uh, And that might sound a little silly Because I always thought it was kind of silly before (laughs) When I heard different entertainment sites say Hey, we're on Instagram now Big Whoopie, right? Instagram's an app That's really about pictures And, you know, it's photo sharing I mean, I'm on it personally And I just pretty much post a lot of pictures of my little baby girl um, So when it comes down to Like An entertainment show, or radio show Being on Instagram It's kind of odd But I found a use for it And basically what I'm going to be utilizing The Instagram for uh, See, Instagram gives us the option to do 15 second videos So what I've instituted over on our Instagram page is 15-second movie reviews. So if you're somebody that, you know, didn't get a chance to listen maybe to an episode of Am I on the Air and you haven't seen my review yet, uh, or you've just looked at a glance at the website or something, if you're on Instagram, follow us at Am I on the Air. And uh, it's Instagram forward slash Am I on the Air. If you just search Am I on the Air, you'll see it pop right up. Um... 15 second movie reviews. You know it's actually really really cool You get a really quick Because I mean I gotta go quick I only got 15 seconds Kind of rundown of of Here's the movie and here's who's in it and is it good Or is it bad and what's my star scale on it uh, So it's actually really really cool uh, We got some reviews on there Right now for about the last month's worth Of movies so if you're interested in anything Like Kingsman and Hot Tub Time Machine and The Lazarus Effect and Focus It's all on the Instagram page so I just wanted to shout that out That we are now Am I on the Air is official On Instagram So please go ahead and give us a follow And check out our 15 second movie reviews Alright Okay let's get this baby going We got news to cover We got movie reviews to do And we're already going into close to 15 minutes On the show here So um, we're going to kick things off With our two movie reviews Uh, As you know tonight's show title Like I said is called The Focus Effect And that's going to be Quite simply interpreted as um, reviews for The Lazarus Effect and a review for Focus um, So I'm going to start with The Lazarus Effect This is the movie I saw first uh, I saw it with my brother-in-law he, we, we were trying to decide You know, I told him, I said, you know, we, I need to see Focus and I need to see Lazarus Effect this this weekend What do you want to see? And he said, man, it's been a long time since we've seen a good horror movie Let's go see Lazarus Effect So I was like, okay, cool, let's check it out that was a mistake I walked out of Lazarus Effect Saying to him We should have saw Focus um, I I hated this movie I absolutely hated it And I hate to say that Because you know this. I saw the trailer And I absolutely loved The trailer to this movie um, I did I, I thought it was great um, I, I thought it had everything That you would want In a horror movie I had a great cast You had Olivia Wilde Who I absolutely love And would love to marry someday um, It's got Mark Duplass Who is was, who was a very good actor He's also on The League um, It's got Quicksilver From X-Men Days of Future Past An American Horror Story Uh, It's got uh, Donald Glover. It had a really good solid cast. And basically, if you saw the preview, you know, it's kind of almost like a flatliners kind of thing. They create this, they're scientists, and they create this serum to try to bring or reanimate, you know, dead objects back to life. And, of course, through. Freak accident, Olivia Wilde's character Dies, and this is not spoilers Because this is all in the trailer Her character dies, Uh, Mark Duplass is her Boyfriend, and he says, no, we can't let her die So he injects her with the serum That they've created, and she comes back To life from the dead, but of course Something's not right, and she's acting Very, very weird, and um, People start dying, and, and So forth It just sucked It really, really sucked, and The acting is not bad The acting is good on everybody's behalf So let me at least say that That's a positive The negative is First of all this movie's PG-13 I had no idea it was until I went If I would have known that ahead of time I would have said let's see Focus (laughs) Um, One thing I can't stand Is a horror movie trying to pull off a PG-13 It just doesn't work And once again it didn't work here Um, It's All the big deaths And all the big moments are in the trailer Nothing special happens This movie's only like 80 minutes long And it felt like it was 3 hours I remember looking at my watch several times In like the last like stretch of the movie Maybe the last 20 minutes or so And I was just like oh my god is this over yet Like it just It dragged for being such a short movie and I, And I didn't like that It was kind of contained in one spot Like the whole movie happens basically in their laboratory And when you only got 4 characters to deal with there's just not much that you can do So in the end result This movie was a ginormous letdown And it may be The worst movie of 2015 So far uh, You know I've already said and gone on record That the I think Kingsman the Secret Service At this point Is the best movie of 2015 so far I might have to go out here and say that The Lazarus Effect so far is the worst movie of 2015. Out of five stars, I gave The Lazarus Effect one. Uh, One out of five, just not good. You know, it's just not good. Um, And I do not recommend it to anybody. Save your money on this one. Uh, so that leads me to my next movie review Which was Focus I did finally get to go see Focus uh, The new Will Smith movie This is the number one film in America actually uh, Also stars Margot Robbie Who is just absolutely gorgeous I mean breathtaking Every scene she's in in this movie I'm just like ah, I love you um, <laughs> but She's she's great uh, I didn't know what to expect really with this film I didn't think they'd done that great of a jo- Excuse me That great of a job in the marketing of this film I think they kind of just Half-assed the trailers and it was just kind of like Eh Um, But in the end result I I really enjoyed it It gave me what I wanted um, And a little bit more Uh, I liked the concept of it Which is basically it's a con kind of job The first 20 minutes of the movie or so Or you know is Will Smith's character who Who is this scam artist Kind of meeting Margot Robbie and then She's saying I want, I want to get in on this with you And so he tries to teach her Like his skills And it's kind of like a Super Bowl kind of thing Going on around New Orleans so they do all these Little heists and they end up making a lot Of money And then uh, the movie jumps Forward three years later And you kind of see where all the characters are At this point and then now Will Smith's in the middle of this other heist And of course she's involved And there's a lot of twists and turns And you know it's very hard to talk about Obviously keeping it spoiler free For you all Um, but it's, it was actually really, really cool Just to see how it all played out I loved how all the characters kind of came together I liked that even all the way up to the very end There were still twists that were happening That I was like, oh, okay That's pretty cool, didn't see that coming Um, so it was a fun It was a fun time, and I enjoyed it So out of five stars, I gave Focus Three and a half out of five Um, I was (laughs) You know, I was, uh Talking to a friend of mine, and I said, you know, I was telling him I was recommending Focus, and I said, I said, yeah, I really liked it, and you should go check it out. And he's like, but you only gave it three and a half stars. <sighs> so this comes where I gotta once again break down the star scale. Three and a half is very good. <laughs> it really, really is. I don't know why a lot of people assume that you know any movie under four or five stars is a letdown, because it's not. You have five stars. One star means it sucks, and that's, you know, what the Lazarus Effect got. Two stars means it's okay, you know? It had some good qualities and some not-so-good qualities. It was just okay. Three stars means it was good. I enjoyed it. Four stars means it was awesome, and five stars means it was, like, damn near perfect. It had everything I wanted and more. So, if I give a movie three and a half, and and three means good, and four means awesome, then that means it was pretty damn, really damn good. (laughs) You know, I don't like to give half stars, I've explained this a million times, but sometimes you just have to, because a movie like Focus... Was better than a normal 3 star movie But it never quite got to the level Of a 4 star awesome I gotta buy this on Blu-ray And watch it a bunch of times Because it was that good of a movie It's not but it's a very good movie, and I'm glad I saw it. So that's where three and a half comes into play. People need to understand the star scale just a tad better, because uh, I I think it's pretty simple to follow. But I just it, it makes me mad because we post reviews on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and then people see three or three and a half, and they instantly think, "Wow, that movie sucked." And I'm like, no, it didn't. That's if it sucked, it would have been two stars or one star. So I always have to kind of explain it a little bit. But I really liked Focus. Three and a half is a good <laughs> review, and um, I would recommend to go check it out. You know, it is playing in IMAX. I don't know why. There's no reason to spend the extra money for IMAX. Uh, so just see it in normal. Um, after this Friday, it won't be in IMAX anymore anyway, because Chappie's coming out. So, uh, but. I thought Will Smith was great, I thought Marco Robbie was great And I liked a lot of the twist and the setups And I thought it was a really good movie So 3.5 out of 5 For Focus Alright ladies and gentlemen Let's keep it rocking and rolling And we're going to get through our news of the week But dum boom psh Alright, so I believe I talked about this on last week's show uh, But some more information has been coming out And that's that Neil Blomkamp Who is the director of Chappie that's in theaters on Friday Also did District 9 and he did Elysium He is officially directing the next Alien movie um, Which a lot of people are excited about Sigourney Weaver's coming back and, And there's been a lot of news coming out about this And one of the earlier set reports Uh, Said they did an interview with him And it said that he is basically Going to ignore Aliens 3 and Alien Resurrection And that he's just going to basically Ignore them, and he's going to make a direct sequel To Alien 2 and and just Move forward from there with the story And give Ripley a proper ending Well uh, Neil Blomkamp had to come out and kind of set the record straight As he says I'm not ignoring the events of the other Two films Uh, He says that those are canon Those happened and he's not just going to ignore It what he Is doing as a film Is he is making Basically, he's doing his Tokyo Drift <laughs> Remember, when Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift came out It was technically number 3 But it belonged at, really at number 6 Because the events of it haven't happened yet So what Neil Blomkamp going to do with this Aliens movie Is that he's actually making an Aliens 3 He's making a direct sequel to the first two films So Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection In the timeline have not happened yet See what I'm saying? So that's what he means. Like he's not going to just ignore them, but basically his movie happens before those events. So he he loves the first two films and he said he wanted to make a direct sequel to the first two. And then but but he says he's not going to just ignore the mythology. Everything will connect and everything will kind of tie together, but he wanted to do his uh his take on a on a direct sequel after Alien 2. So Hopefully that clears that up just a tad for you on the new Alien film. Uh, An all-new DuckTales animated series is coming to Disney XD. Actually, I'm surprised at how many people were excited about that news. Um, (laughs) Revivals of Danger Mouse and Inspector Gadget are coming to Netflix. So Netflix trying to do a lot of animation stuff here. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures and uh, New Writers are on board for the Tomb Raider reboot I think I talked about that last week, so they're going to get that up and going Uh, Superman himself, Henry Cavill, is set to star in Simon West uh, His new thriller called Stratton So that's very cool, I love Henry Cavill, so I am on board for whatever he wants to do Uh, Lady Gaga is going to be starring in the new American Horror Story That is officially titled Hotel So American Horror Story Hotel uh, starts in October with Lady Gaga. Uh, Will Ferrell is doing a new movie called The House. Uh, Hemlock Grove's Doug Ray Scott is going to be starring in ABC's new um, TV show called Quantico. We have new trailers for The Riot Club, starring uh, Sam Kaplan. Love and Mercy, which is a Brian Wilson biopic film. Uh, The new trailer for Cyberline uh, Starring Ethan Hawke and Dakota Johnson We have everything wrong with Planet of the Apes Dawn of the Planet of the Apes I'm sorry, the newest one Everything wrong with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes Very good Uh, We have the new trailer for Superfast Which is the Fast and Furious spoof movie Yes, the gentlemen That are behind all your favorite spoof movies Like The Starving Games And Um uh, God Disaster movie And Epic movie And um, Meet the Spartans All of those type of films They're, They've now done a Fast and Furious uh, Parody called Super Fast And I gotta admit a little bit I laughed at several moments of this trailer So um, You know eh, just, uh, Comedy is subjective um, We have the new trailer for Kill Me Three Times Starring Simon Pegg So that is gonna be cute Um that Will Ferrell movie called The House, um, it's actually going to be about an illegal casino that Will Ferrell opens up inside the house. <laughs> and it's going to be written by the people that did Neighbors. So that's really, really cool. Um, we put up on our Facebook page. If you go to our Facebook page and you look under the Marvel folder, you will see some new uh, character posters for Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, we have Hulk and Hawkeye and Captain America, Iron Man, um, and Black Widow and Nick Fury posted so far uh, as we gear up and we get closer and closer to the release of Age of Ultron. So if you want to see those character posters, Head on over to uh, Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air and look for that uh, Marvel photo album. Uh, Riley Coe is going to be headlining the Stars Channel's new TV show, The Girlfriend Experience. Supergirl has added some more cast, as they've added the characters of Alex Danvers and Cyborg Superman. Ooh. Hmm. Got some more casting on Supergirl later on in the show uh, We have the First official still Of Gem in the Holograms Which looks pretty cheesy if you ask me uh, Rosamund Pike Who I love and she was so great And deserved an Oscar for Gone Girl She's going to be starring alongside Christian Bale In a new film called The Deep Blue Good um, Jack Houston Is being eyed To now lead the Crow remake so we all know the Crow remake has been going through a lot of ups and downs uh, over the past couple of years. They've gotten a director, they've lost a director, they've gotten a director, they've lost a director. They had a star in Luke Evans and they lost Luke Evans a couple of months ago. Uh, Jack Houston, most popularly known as a character on Boardwalk Empire, he is actually currently filming the Ben-Hur remake, um, but... This supposedly is the guy they're going for I don't know much about him I've seen some pictures, he looks okay And um But I hear he's a great actor especially on uh, Boardwalk Empire so I'll I'll let that be what it is Um So it looks like The CW is putting together a new DC Comics team up Series uh, over on the CW That will be spinning off Characters from Arrow and The Flash Uh, So far they're talking about characters like The Atom uh, that Brandon Routh Plays, uh, the original Canary uh, who's dead On Green Arrow so I don't know how she's going to be Involved unless they bring her back As a new character Um, Firestorm um, Captain Cold And uh, some others That basically they're going to use Different villains and and heroes From the two series And kind of do this spin-off show um, so that's really really interesting. I like the idea. You know, this all started with them talking about doing an Adam solo show. So it looks like maybe they're kind of leaning away from doing the Adam show and they want to do this like team up show. No word yet on like what the name of it would be, uh, who it's gonna mainly focus on, who's gonna be like a series regular on it. But those are the some of the names that are being tossed around for the new team up show. Uh, Harrison Ford has been confirmed To be coming back for Blade Runner 2 And they have locked down Dennis uh, Villeneuve To direct Uh, This guy has directed Prisoners a couple years ago With uh, Hugh Jackman I loved Prisoners It was such a good movie Uh, He's a a foreign filmmaker But he's got a great eye And he's going to be directing And um Yeah, so it's finally moving along. Blade Runner 2 is coming with Harrison Ford locked in and a director locked in. Uh, Ridley Scott will be on board as a producer. Let's see here. We have... Oh, we can finally announce that Anthony Mackie, uh is going to be in Avengers 2 as Falcon uh, He's been denying it and denying it and denying it for many, many months uh, But then the first official poster was released for Age of Ultron And if you read the fine print at the bottom where it says who's all in the movie Anthony Mackie's name pops up So once it popped up there he said I guess I don't have to keep it a secret anymore And he's super excited about it Uh, He loves playing Falcon And now he gets to be in Avengers 2 Which is going to be probably one of the biggest movies of the year So that is pretty damn awesome I'm I'm happy for him I love Anthony Mackie and I I love the Falcon So he probably won't be in it much But uh, you know it's, it's cool to see Nonetheless Uh, CBS has announced the return dates For Extant and Under the Dome For this summer So you can check that out on our Twitter and Facebook page If you're interested Um Let's see here Oh and some really sad news Uh Leonard Nimoy Who of course best known as Spock On Star Trek has passed away At the age of 83 years old Um I have a feeling Geeky Pat's going to talk more about this on his show. Uh, He's a very big Star Trek fan, and and he loves Spock, so I know he was really heartbroken when he passed away last week. Um, It's very, very sad. I mean... You know, he was part of the reboot. He was part of our history uh, as Spock, and you know, he's also was a director and a writer, and you know, and, and an overall really really cool guy. So he's definitely going to be missed uh, as Leonard Nimoy passes away at the age of 83. Um, the Red Sonia movie is back on With a new screenwriter This was a movie that was going to try to be done like 7 years ago With Rose McGowan uh, As Red Sonia And Robert Rodriguez was going to do it uh, Neither are involved at this point But the movie is moving forward uh, Stark Sands and Megan Good are set to star in Fox, Fox's uh, Minority Report uh, TV series, so that's pretty cool, I, I like Megan Good, I don't know much about Stark Sands, but they'll be on the Minority Report um, TV show. Tom Ellis has been cast as the title role of Fox's Lucifer. I'm really looking forward to Lucifer. I think this is going to be a great show um you know if if Constantine's not on anymore, that's really sad, but you know hopefully uh Lucifer will maybe fill a void or maybe Fox will take over uh the Constantine contract if n b c decides not to do it anymore but either way, I don't know much about Tom Ellis but um You know, He looks like he could fit the bill a bit So uh, I'm looking forward to it I'm glad they're going to do the Lucifer uh, TV series We have an interview with uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, From the set of Avengers Age of Ultron Also an interview with um, Jeremy Renner as well Talking about where Hawkeye is at in this film So pretty cool little inside interviews A little bit of spoiler stuff Not too much but you can check out those full articles On our Twitter pages Once again that's twitter.com Am I on the air Um ABC has renewed how to get away with murder For season 2 We have a new trailer for while we're young Starring Ben Stiller and Adam Driver Um Here Townsend takes on Brewster's Millions remake So they are going to be remaking Brewster's Millions So that would be pretty cool I'll be interested to see a new take on that Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be playing 24 different personalities In a new film called The Crowded Room Uh, Somebody tweeted me and said Oh he might finally win an Oscar for that one Since he'll have 24 personalities That'll be going for it So I thought that was pretty funny Uh there's an Adventure Time movie in development So I never really understood this show I don't find it to be very funny But um, a lot of people do And now they're going to get a movie So uh, Ray Liotta and Drea Mateo Are among the cast of NBC's New Jennifer Lopez drama So that's what they're putting together over there uh, MTV has renewed Are You the One, The Challenge And The Challenge uh, And they've also green lighted two new projects as well ABC's families uh ABC family's Baby Daddy has been renewed for a fifth season. Craig Ferguson is going to be starring in a new unnamed ABC comedy pilot uh Joanna Garcia Swisher has been set as a female lead in CBS's new Tommy Johagen comedy. Christopher Maloney is going to be starring in wGn's new, uh WGn America's series Slave drama called Underground Oh that sounds great. Uh, Kelly Osbourne has decided to leave the E-Channel's Fashion Police She's been on it for about four years now But she's decided to leave And this is all coming off of that controversy That came off the Oscars with uh, Juliana and uh, Zendaya And all that kind of stuff So I'm not going to get into all that drama But she's decided to leave So best of luck to you Sarah Chalk, who I really, really adore, she's going to be starring in uh, the new Fox comedy called 48 Hours Till Monday, which is the show I talked about on last week's show with uh, Rob Riggle, is going to be the lead on that one, so that'll be cool. Terry O'Quinn has booked the male lead in ABC's new family legal drama. Blake Lively and Jason Clarke are going to star in Mark Forster's All I See Is You. Um, The Power Rangers bootleg fan film Has returned to YouTube and um, Vimeo If you didn't know I talked about it on last week's show They did a little fan-made, R-rated, gritty version It was like 14 minutes long Of a Power Rangers fan film And it was really, really cool But the people behind Saban Who's the company that owns Power Rangers Came out really hard And they said, you need to pull it We're getting our lawyers And you need to take this down So they did But then, you know, it kind of takes away the free speech kind of thing You know, there's a a parody kind of thing that, that you're allowed to do As long as you're not making a profit off of it Which is what this fan video was So they negotiated something out And now it's legally allowed to be back on the web And it is back on the official YouTube and Vimeo pages Let's see here uh, Will Forte says MacGruber 2 is his first priority After his new TV show The Last Man on Earth I haven't had a chance to check out The Last Man on Earth yet I uh, have it on the DVR I've heard some pretty good positive words about it So that is really really cool um, But yeah man let's get going On that McGruber. Um A Bruce Lee biopic film is on the way with Bruce Lee's family. Uh, Their own their their family's involvement is on this, so it's not one of these like, you know, not allowed documentaries. It's actually from the family of Bruce Lee, so that's really really cool. Um, Suicide Squad is getting ready to start going into production, and it was really cool because over the um, weekend, they uh, the director David Ayer had pictures of Jared Leto that they kept. ...tweeting out saying like, oh, we're going to be making some changes. And then and then they did a, a tweet of Jared Leto's hair pulled back in a ponytail with the scissors ready to cut it off. And I think it was like, hashtag, should we? And then, um, then they posted out another picture of him at the end of the day where he had short hair and he's completely clean shaven. And it's just like, you know, Joker's ready to go kind of thing. And that was really, really cool to see that Jared Leto is allowing them to make the changes. Because, you know, this dude has had long Jesus hair... And a Jesus beard for the last couple years And I was like man he's going to have to get rid of that For Joker right And uh, and they did I mean he looks good I saw the picture of him all clean shaven With the short hair and he's starting to look like Jared Leto again he looks like he just lost 15 years uh, Or he just gained back 15 years <laughs> uh, He looks so much younger uh, Like that but it's cool to see him diving in Getting ready man to become the Joker That is so cool Um See here, James Franco is in talks for a new comedy film called Why Him? Uh, let's see here. You Jackman says that he would Consider doing a Wolverine cameo In Deadpool so that's really cool I never actually thought about Wolverine popping up in the Deadpool movie But at the same time I was like why didn't I Because that actually makes a lot of sense Obviously we got our first glimpse of Deadpool In the Wolverine Origins film um, And Hugh Jackman Said in the interview that he's actually really good friends With Ryan Reynolds and he wants the movie to be really, really good. And he said, you know, yeah, hey, if they if they hit me up and they wanted me to do something, I would totally be down. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Bobby Cannaval, who is in the new Ant-Man movie, he says that the humor in the film is very similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's really cool to hear because we all love humor and we love the humor of Guardians of the Galaxy. So I can't wait to see what they do in Ant-Man. Uh, composer John Ottman is going to be scoring X-Men um, Apocalypse. We have our first look at Kingpin In Marvel's Daredevil coming to Netflix Next month, so pretty cool little picture Here of um, Of D'Onofrio, so you can check that out On the Twitter page Um Fifty Shades of Grey star Jamie Dorman Is going to be assassinating Nazis In the new film called Anthropoid Uh, we have the new Red Band trailer for Get Hard Uh, which is hilarious I love this Red Band trailer, I was laughing my ass Off at it Um Let's see here. Ethan Hawke has joined um, the Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. So that's pretty cool. So congratulations there to Ethan Hawke, joining that really cool project. Um, the rumor mill going around right now is that Drew Goddard, uh, who directed Kevin uh, in the Woods, he was actually signed by Sony to direct the uh, Sinister Six spin-off film. The rumor going around now is that Marvel Has selected him to direct The next Spider-Man movie uh, That they're tentatively titling The Spectacular Spider-Man So we already had Amazing Now we got Spectacular I can't wait till the freaking awesome Spider-Man comes out Um, But (laughs) Supposedly Drew Goddard is going to write And direct the next Spider-Man film. Uh, this guy is definitely A good guy to do it. He He's definitely In on the comic book world. He was This guy was originally going to do the the um, Daredevil TV show for Netflix But then dropped out when he got the opportunity To do the Sinister Six film So he kind of swapped places and he Was going to do Sinister Six and then it was kind of like He was almost shit out of luck with all this stuff Going on with Spider-Man but it's nice to see that Sony and Marvel both believe in his Vision to say you know what Sinister Six didn't work out, but we'll get you to come on in And do the new Spider-Man film And the rumor going around with that new Spider-Man Film is that they will still include The Sinister Six, but instead of doing The spin-off film, the Sinister Six will just Be who Spider-Man's fighting In the next Spider-Man film So it'll be Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six In the first solo uh, Spider-Man from this new reboot That's coming off of the MCU so I like it, I like that they got somebody that's tied in He's good. He's great friends with Joss Whedon Who I'm sure will direct um, Drew Goddard in, in the right direction And with Kevin Feige's help uh, I think this is a big win-win right here uh, for Marvel uh, Netflix has set the premiere dates for Orange is the New Black And Wet Hot American Summer uh, So let me give you those dates Um... I got ahead of myself. God damn it. Come on, computer. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. I thought it was like right here. I had it right in front of me. Where the hell did it go? I'm so sorry. Gotta love live programming. Live programming. It's coming for you all. I don't even see it now. God damn. Sorry, sorry... I feel like my notes have just vanished in front of me. I'm so sad. It makes me so sad. Well, I'm gonna have to just pull the link up here then. Uh, in the meantime... Check out that Instagram account and subscribe <laughs> to Am I on the Air on Instagram. And make sure you bookmark Red Dragons Assemble. Alright, so, and a lot of people have been asking about this. So, um, Orange is the New Black will be returning to Netflix for its new season on June 12th. And Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp, is coming uh, the following month on July 17th. So very, very cool. Uh, they're also like they also adding some new stand-up specials. And one that I'm excited about is on April 17th. They're adding Chris Del- Delia uh, in Corgible Cord- is the name of his special. I love Chris. Uh, this dude is hilarious. He was on the Whitney TV show. He's now on NBC's Undatable, which is another highly... Highly highly recommended comedy sitcom That I want you all to check out I loved it last year Season 2 is about to start in the next like 2 weeks Over on NBC so check out Undateable It is so good So I've been waiting for a stand up special of his to come out And finally Netflix is going to give it to me On April 17th So got that and don't forget Orange is the New Black season 3 June 12th And the new Wet Hot American Summer First day of camp on July 17th All Alright uh, Jennifer Lawrence is going to be playing a war photographer in a new Steven Spielberg film. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be interesting. She's picking some big projects lately to be involved in. Uh, Rhonda Rousey and the Raids' Eco Weiss are going to be starring in a new Buddy Cop movie called Mile 22. I don't know what to think of this. This almost sounds like it's a joke, like it's a spoof. But you know what? Rhonda, who is completely badass And just won her last fight, shout out to her In 14 seconds, over in the UFC Um, she's awesome And and I like that she's getting involved in On all of these action films You know, she did Expendables 3 She's gonna be in Fast and Furious 7 Next month, uh, and now she's gonna Do this buddy cop movie Uh, with the dude from The Raid, who There ain't no better action stars Out there right now, than the people involved In The Raid, so i'm I'm interested let's see what's up mile 22 um the director of oblivion and tron legacy his name is joseph konsinski and he's in talks right now to direct the video game to movie version of gran turismo so i don't know how you make a movie about gran turismo but it almost sounds like they're gonna do like a last starfighter type of thing <laughs> with this movie like it's a Kid who plays Gran Turismo And he's awesome in the video game And then they recruit him to really become a driver I don't know I don't know if that's what they're going to end up doing But that's a rumor that I heard And uh, But he's a great director, he definitely visually knows what to get done So yeah, he's in talks to do Gran Turismo Um I wanted to shout out kind of this day in history. It's a couple days late now. I did this on Twitter the other day. It's March 4th right now as we're recording this. But actually on March 2nd, it was the first episode of what came to be Am I on the Air. It was March 2nd, 2011. Yep, 11. So four years ago, I started this little show here uh with a buddy of mine named Nick and we did we did a show it was actually his show uh called Fat Man After Dark uh he used to do this radio show uh in syndication in his local markets and he wanted to bring it back and he asked me to be the co-host on it and I joined him and we started the show called Fat Man After Dark and after about half a year of doing Fat Man After Dark uh the show uh, went under a revamping and it became Am I on the Air with Nick and Don, and um, it became the show that it is now, you know. And it's been about a little over a year now that you know Nick dropped out and I took the show over 100% myself. Uh, I was actually just looking through some dates the other day, and you know, we've done over 160 something episodes, been going since 2011. Um it, it was February of 2014 When I became a solo host of the show And now we're in March of 2015 So it's been just a little over a year now That I've been doing Am I on the Air by myself So it's kind of crazy to see the transition Of going from a co-host with Nick on Fat Man After Dark To revamping the show's style and everything To become this entertainment podcast of Am I on the Air And and then taking it over 100% solo uh, over a year ago to what it is now So it's been a great ride I just can't believe it's been four years Already <laughs> that we've been doing this show So thank you once again to Everybody that supported us throughout The journey Um, Let's see here uh, I've already talked About this I've already talked about that Uh, CBS uh, They just started filming the Supergirl pilot uh, And they've also added another character to it Uh, Jeremy Jordan has joined the cast As the Toy Man uh, But his alter ego So I don't know if he's going to be actual Toy Man Or if he's just going to be the character that eventually becomes uh, The Toy Man But he's going to be a part of the movie as well Uh, Maggie Smith plans to leave Downton Abbey after next season What, what Um Sharknado 3 is ramping up And (laughs) adding some more people to the cast As they just added A a president and a vice president role To the movie Uh, David Spade's new reality prank show uh, Gets a True TV series order So that's going to be coming to True TV Uh, CBS has extended Judge Judy uh, through 2020 Damn will Judge Judy even be alive By 2020 that's a That's a long extension right there She's got a DC uh, Marvel contract Going on here She's 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 been extended Her contract's been extended through phase 4 Um Let's see here uh, I want to shout out Um Uh, My buddy Gerald uh, Who is on Twitter at Art333 Uh, He's a great friend of the show He actually did the logos For Am I on the Air and uh, he also did the brand new logo for Red Dragons Assemble as well. Uh, he's, a, he's a big fan of the show, and I know he listens every week. And it was his birthday on March 2nd, so uh, maybe it was March 3rd. He's, he he doesn't live in the States, so our timing is always off by like 15 hours. So <laughs> it was either March 2nd or March 3rd. I think it was March 3rd. So uh, happy! I already shouted him out, but I wanted to give him a radio shout out. Uh, You know, and just tell him happy birthday again Uh, Somebody that I really, really appreciate He always comes through when we need something new for the show So thank you so much Uh, The Walking Dead will have an extended season finale on March 29th We have a first look at Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Oliver Stone's new Snowden film Uh, We have the Orphan Black Season 3 trailer that you can check out Uh, HBO Go debuted on the PlayStation 4 yesterday So you can check that out I'm kind of pissed off about it though Because I have Comcast And for some reason you can't log into Comcast On the HBO Go app on a PlayStation I don't know why I can do it on my tablet, I can do it on my phone I can do it on any other device But I can't do it on a PlayStation 3 or 4 I don't understand it I need more information on that Uh, Carrie Fugnaga's uh, Beast of a Nation Starring Idris Elba uh, It's going to skip it's theatrical release And Netflix bought it And it will be officially heading to Netflix So very very cool uh, FXX has renewed Man Seeking Woman For season 2 I just don't get this show It does nothing for me I tried to watch like the first 4 episodes And it's just stupid as hell I don't get it And I wanted to Because I like Jay Bar- Barenthal a lot um, And You know, I was interested because of him And I just, I tried I really did, I set a series recording And I tried to watch it every week It's just so stupid So I had to cancel my series recording I'm out, but I guess a lot of you are still in So FXX has renewed it For a second season Uh, Sci-Fi Channel has set some premiere dates For Lost Girls Final Season And Bitten And a new drama Olympus So you can check out those dates on our Twitter page We have the new trailer for Community Season 6. We have the brand new official trailer for Ex Machina, uh, which looks... Awesome, Uh, it has Dom Dom Hall Gleason and Oscar Isaac in it Who are both going to be in the new Star Wars film And Oscar Isaac of course who's going to be Apocalypse in the new X-Men film Uh, This film looks outstanding Uh, So brand new trailer just hit yesterday You can check that out on our Twitter and our Facebook page X Machina, looks so good We have the Honest trailer for The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 We have everything wrong with Cinderella In 10 minutes or less This is the cartoon version As we gear up for the live action version Coming out in the next couple weeks Steve Martin is going to be headlining uh, Billy Lynn's new long halftime walk Uh, Brian Singer uh, Is going to be Doing a new uh, uprising Project over at 20th Century Fox Um, Let's see here Mike Epps is going to be headlining ABC's Uncle Buck TV show so we talked about it a couple of weeks Ago that Uncle Buck was going to go kind of African American they got um, Mike Epps now and uh, Nia Long is going to be a part of it As well which is I always loved her so that's Pretty cool so we'll see shaping up I like Mike Epps we'll see uh, Rush Hour, uh, the TV show, is cast Tekken's John Fu uh, He's a martial artist, he was in the movie Tekken He also played Ryu in a Street Fighter direct uh, kind of uh, Mini movie uh, He's going to be playing Jackie Chan's character In the new Rush Hour um, TV show Independence Day 2 is cast Jesse Usher um, I don't know much about much about Jesse Usher um, He's on a show on Stars called Survivor's Remorse and um he is going to be in Independence Day 2 playing Will Smith's son. Uh Will Smith is not returning as of right now for Independence Day 2, uh but of course he had a little kid in the original film, so this kid, this guy uh, Jesse Usher is going to be playing his son all grown up. Marlon Wayans is going to be hosting a celebrity variety show f- over over on NBC. Spike TV is rebranded um, And they've inked a deal A first look deal with Dwayne The Rock Johnson So Rock is going to be doing different Specials and different promos and stuff With Spike TV As Spike TV says they want to rebrand And they want to open up their gates to be more um, Cross platform They were a very male centric channel And they want to bring the females back on over So they're working on some new stuff And they're working on a lot of it with The Rock So that's pretty cool uh Adam Scott, Tony Collette um have joined the Christmas horror movie The Krampus. <laughs> That's cool. Um uh David Korshner uh has also joined the cast. I'm sorry. So you have Tony Collette, David Korshner from uh Anchorman, and Adam Scott from of course Hot Tub Time Machine 2 and and Parks and Rec and stuff. They're going to be in The Krampus. Let's see Steven Spielberg and Jennifer Lawrence new film Is going to be called It's What I Do That is the official title Of that film Um Let's see here Getting close to the end here Um Where the Miller's director is going to be adapting The board game slash comic series Dust for Lionsgate films Uh, I wonder if Geeky Pat knows about this He loves his board games and his comic book films So I'll be curious to know what he thinks of Dust Um, And breaking just earlier today And I'm so excited that we got this in Before I did the show um, Is Is um, The new Avengers trailer Yes the new Avengers trailer just dropped It's the third and final trailer Of the franchise The movie of course opens May 1st And um, it's awesome It's a great trailer Shows a lot more action A lot of new scenes And for those of you waiting to see Vision I guess you kinda get vision, but you only get his eyes. They tease us once again, it's the very end of the trailer, it says Avengers, and then it shows uh Vision's eyes open up and it's it does this like close up zoom in on his face and then it just says, you know, May first. And I was like, You son of a bitch <laughs> so I've just been waiting to see Vision and that's all they gave us was was the close up of his eyes. Um at least we got a little something But you know as much as it pains me I think it is kind of cool that Marvel Is holding something that close to the chest Like they're, they're not showing us Any footage of this dude This is the final trailer so that means in no trailer You're going to see Vision flying around Or doing anything with his powers uh, And you won't really see him until the movie comes out So as much as it pains me to not see him in action uh, It's kind of cool Because it will make it very exci- that much more exciting When we see it on the big screen So check out the Avengers Age of Ultron Trailer number 3 You can see that on our Twitter page On our Facebook page And of course on com. Once again, if you go to miontheair.com and you click on the trailers tab, you can see all the latest and greatest movie trailers right there, including the brand new Avengers uh, Age of Ultron trailer number 3, which just dropped a couple hours ago. It's already on amiontheair.com, so check that out. And lastly, also just announced today, is the nominations for the 2015 MTV Movie Awards? Um, so that is pretty damn cool. Um, <laughs> I I like the MTV Movie Awards. I know a lot of people don't, and they rag on them and they think they're stupid and you know all all the all that nonsense. Um, and sometimes they are, especially when um, all the Twilight films were out. Because all that ever was nominated Was the damn Twilight films I'm like, there's more movies out here than Twilight Um, But those are all gone now And I think things have leveled out quite a bit For the MTV Movie Awards So let's talk and run down our nominees Let's do it So Movie of the Year Your nominees are American Sniper The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 Guardians of the Galaxy Gone Girl, The Fault in Our Stars Boyhood, Whiplash And Selma So look at that, MTV Movie Awards stepping it up And actually putting in some Oscar nominations Up in there Um, But see, Guardians of the Galaxy gets the shout out So that's my pick of that category For movie of the year Best Female Performance Your nominees are Jennifer Lawrence for The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 Emma Stone for Birdman Shailene Woodley for The Fault in Our Stars Reese Witherspoon for Wild And Scarlett Johansson for Lucy Um, Out of those I'm going to go Scarlett Johansson for Lucy Uh, Best Male Performance Bradley Cooper for American Sniper Chris Pratt for Guardians of the Galaxy Uh, Ansel Eggert for The Fault in Our Stars Miles Teller for Whiplash And Channing Tatum for Foxcatcher Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go for myself Which is Chris Pratt for Guardians of the Galaxy But I won't hate it if Bradley Cooper takes it For American Sniper Uh, Best Scared as Shit Performance I love it, I love these categories Best Scared as Shit Performance Your nominees are Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl uh, Annabelle Wallace for Annabelle, Jennifer Lopez for The Boy Next Door, Dylan O'Brien for The Maze Runner, uh, Zach Guilford for The Purge Anarchy. Um, so, I would definitely have to go with Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl on this one. She was just so outstanding in that film. Breakthrough Performance is going to be Ansel Eggert for The Fault in Our Stars, Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl, David Oyelio for Selma, Uh, Dylan O'Brien for The Maze Runner And Eller Coltrane for Boyhood Um, Out of this list I would actually go with Rosamund Pike Although I don't really agree that she's in this category Because she's been doing movies for like 15 years So I don't know how you can call it a breakthrough performance Uh, Although this is probably going to be her best known performance (laughs) ever So I'll still give it to her Best shirtless performance Ooh for the ladies Uh, Zac Efron for Neighbors Chris Pratt for Guardians of the Galaxy Channing Tatum for Foxcatcher Ansel Eggert for the Fault in Our Stars And Kate Upton for The Other Woman I'm going to have to go with Kate Upton For The Other Woman on this one I love me some Kate Upton And it made me not have to pick a guy um, <laughs> Best duo Nominees are Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill For 22 Jump Street Zac Efron and Dave Franco for Neighbors Shailene Woodley and Ansel Eggert for The Fault in Our Stars Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel For Guardians of the Galaxy And James Franco and Seth Rogen in The Interview I like this category I like every single uh, one of these combos here But I'm going to have to go with Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel for Guardians of the Galaxy You Gotta love me some Rocket and Groot uh, Best fight your nominees are Jonah Hill versus Gillian Bell in 22 Jump Street, uh, Chris Evans versus Sebastian Stan in Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Dylan O'Brien versus Will Poulter in The Maze Runner, Seth Rogen versus Zac Efron in Neighbors, and Edward Norton versus Michael Keaton and Birdman. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Chris Evans versus Sebastian Stan for Captain America on that one. Best Kiss, your nominees are Ansel Eggard and Shailene Woodley in The Fault in Our Stars, James Franco and Seth Rogen in The Interview, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans in Captain America, The Winter Soldier, uh, and Rose Byrne and Halston Sage in Neighbors. Um, I'm going to go with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. They just had natural chemistry They're actually dating in real life Uh, Best WTF moment So you have Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne In Neighbors Jonah Hill in 22 Jump Street Jason Sudeikis and Charlie Day in Horrible Bosses 2 Miles Teller in Whiplash And Rosario Dawson and Anders Holm In Top 5 I don't know what the WTF moment Is that they're referring to It doesn't state, it just says who's nominated So it's very hard to say what moment are we talking about? Because it could be anything So, at this point, I'll go with Horrible Bosses too. I don't know Best Villain Your nominees are Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl J.K. Simmons in Whiplash Jillian Bell in 22 Jump Street Meryl Streep in Into the Woods And Peter Dinklage in X-Men Days of Future Past going to have to go with Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl in on that one. Best musical moment Jennifer Lawrence in The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy, Seth Rogen and Zac Efron in Neighbors. Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig for the Skeleton Twins, and Miles Teller in Whiplash. I'm going to have to go with Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. Best Comedic Performance, Channing Tatum in 22 Jump Street, Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy, Rose Byrne in Neighbors, Chris Rock Top 5, and Kevin Hart the Wedding Ringer. This one's hard, man. I love, once again, every single one of these. Uh, But I'm going to have to go with uh, Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. And Best On-Screen Transformation You have Eddie Redmayne in The Theory of Everything Elizabeth Banks in The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 Zoe Zaldana in Guardians of the Galaxy Steve Carell for Foxcatcher And Eller Coltrane for Boyhood Uh, um, For Best On-Screen Transformation I'll have to go with Steve Carell for Foxcatcher Because it didn't even look like him When everything was said and done It was really, really creepy So that, my friends, is the 2015 MTV Movie Awards nominations uh, for, yeah, for the show. I believe it airs in April, so we're getting really close. It's going to be hosted by Amy Schumer. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, let's go through our releases in our box office, and we'll wrap this baby up on DVD and Blu-ray this week. As of right now, is Foxcatcher. Speaking of Steve Carell, Foxcatcher and The Captive are on DVD and Blu-ray this week. In theaters on Friday is going to be Chappie, uh, which I'm looking very forward to I'll probably be checking that out with uh, Geeky Pat here on Friday in IMAX uh, Also seeing Unfinished Business Which looks really, really funny It's the new Vince Vaughn comedy I think it looks hilarious I hope to see that this this weekend too And the second best exotic Marigold Hotel Which I will never see as long as I live So three movies hitting theaters this weekend Chappie, Unfinished Business And the second best exotic Marigold Hotel Here's your box office top 10 coming in at number 10. It's Hot Tub Time Machine 2 with 2.4 million. Number 9 is still Alice with 2.7 million. Number 8 is the Duff with 7.2 million. Number 7 is American Sniper with 7.7 million. Number 6 is McFarlane USA with 7.8 million. Number 5 is in its debut, it's the Lazarus Effect. One star, it sucked, but it still made 10.6 million, which a lot of people might say, man, it's only 10 million. It was only number 5, it bombed. Well, guess what? The Lazarus Effect only cost 3 million to make, so it's already profitable. Ah, uh, so we're probably gonna get a Lazarus Effect 2 out of this shit coming in at number 4 is 50 shades of gray with 10.9 million taking a steep drop no longer number 1 falling to number 4. Number 3 is the SpongeBob movie still bringing in money. The Sponge Out of Water brings in another 11.2 million. Number 2 hanging in tight, it's The Best Movie of the Year so far. It's Kingsman: The Secret Service with 11.8 million and your number 1 film of the weekend, like I said, it's Mr. Will Smith, It's Focus with 19.1 million. Um, one thing I want to set on the record for focus was a conversation I got to on, on uh, Facebook last night, which was somebody said, um, you know, I, I we were talking about um, Independence Day 2, actually, and uh, somebody commented and said, oh, I bet Will Smith's kicking himself in the ass for not taking this after two flops in a row. So... I was like, this is a good conversation that I want to kind of get out on the show Because people need to do their research a little bit more And look at budgets versus profit uh, Before you start calling things flops or bombs Anything like that The thing is, is that Okay, first of all Nobody really liked After Earth I I, always, I said it was an okay movie I didn't mind it um, But the thing is Is that if you look up how much After Earth made that movie made almost three hundred million dollars when everything was said and done. The movie only cost like a hundred and fifty to make, so it made them a little bit of money. So yes, it was a disappointment from what they thought it was gonna do, but it wasn't a flop or a bomb because it actually made money. Next, let's look at Focus. Focus is a mid-budget movie. Only cost about forty to forty five million to make it brought in 19 million in its opening weekend almost half of its budget just in 3 days and that's not and that's just domestically that's not counting worldwide add in the worldwide figures because Will Smith is a ginormous box office star overseas still this movie's going to turn a profit it is not a bomb it's like nowadays if if a movie doesn't open with more than 50 million dollars in its opening weekend people just assume it's a bomb I mean look at the Lazarus effect for example you know I just was explaining that 10 million dollars and a number 5 debut for some films that would be a ginormous bomb but Lazarus effect only cost 3 million to make that's it 3 million it made 10 in 3 days so even if the movie tops out at 20 million uh, worldwide after next week it's still a very profitable film and that's why they do a lot of these little micro-budgeted horror films. Uh, and Focus is the same way. Focus is not a big-budget summer action you know, spectacle. There's no CGI. There's no fancy effects. It's a mid-budget film that brought in almost $20 million in its opening weekend. That is not bad at all. And half the East Coast is snowed in because of this really bad winter that's going on. So there's a lot of people that couldn't even make it out to get to the theaters. So do a little bit of research next time, and try to make sure you know what you're talking about before you're very quick to point out if a movie's a flop or a bomb, because a lot of times it's not. You know, if Focus cost 150 million to make and it only did 19 its opening weekend, then you might say, "Ooh, we got we might have a flop on our hands." But the fact of the matter is, is it's only a 40 million dollar film, and it brought in almost 20 in three days. So that is not a flop. The studio is happy with what it's doing. It's the number one film. And in the end of the day, when you pull Will Smith's box office record, he's got the number one movie in America that he opened up. Hard to call that a bomb And with that being said ladies and gentlemen I end my rant and I end this week's show uh, Thank you so much for tuning in uh, Please follow me on Twitter At dxdonmega You can follow the show on Twitter At Am I on the Air. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com Where you can look at the movie reviews And you can listen to the shows And you can get all the links to everything On the social side, watch movie trailers It's a great website to check out amiontheair.com um you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash am I on the air. Uh already said, but once again you can follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. <laughs> you can uh subscribe to us on Instagram, give us a follow, and check out our fifteen second movie reviews. Um You can of course download, rate, and subscribe to us over on iTunes. Uh, you can, if you want to get us on the go, that is Stitcher. Just download the Stitcher app on Android or or iPhone, uh, iOS, any kind of smartphone can get Stitcher. Um, and once again, RedDragonsRadio.com is the hub. That's where we stream every week, and that's where you can find a, a bunch of other great podcast content to listen to, including mine. And Geeky Pat and Peep's brand new spin-off show Red Dragons Assemble Once again please check that out And I hope to hear some feedback from you guys here soon um, Please if you listen to us on Stitcher Give us a thumbs up There's a little thumb up thumb down button in the corner It really really helps us So please do that if you listen on Stitcher If you listen on iTunes Please take two seconds to log in And just like rate us on one to five stars And just say hey man good job Like leave a little note Everything really, really helps I need your guys' feedback You know, uh, It helps spread the word of the show I don't do advertising I don't try to make money off of the show I do it for you guys as fans um, Totally out of my own pocket and the least I ask of you guys to do Is give a little thumbs up And leave a little comment and subscribe to us On iTunes, I really appreciate it You can also listen to the show on YouTube Check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com Slash as well Thank you so much for tuning in We've gone a little bit over an hour But that's because we did a big old introduction To Red Dragons Assemble on the Instagram So that's okay, I think we're about good uh, Minus that, so I hope you enjoyed the show And we'll catch you on the next episode uh, Right here on Am I on the Air? Peace!